Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Phase Zero Season 3 Episode 16 starts right now. I'm your host, Brandon Davis. we got Aaron Perrine in the virtual building. What is going on, people? It is a massive show. Massive show today. Let's get to it. Massive show. Jenna Anderson is here. Hey, everybody. This is an especially chunky show. I am so excited for this one. Especially chunky show. We got a lot to talk about. And part of that chunkiness is my friend. You'll notice we got somebody here in the studio. We got our special guest today. Once the real life roommate to Venom. That's mm. on the resume. True. A legend on the 49ers, four-time Pro Bowler, most receiving yards by in the half by a tight. I mean, I actually wrote down a whole bunch of like records that you broke here. Thank you. Uh, most receiving yards in a half by a tight end. First tight end to lead the league in yards after a catch. Most mm. receiving yards in the first three seasons by a tight end. Mm. First tight end to achieve at least 150 receiving yards and one touchdown in two consecutive games. You also broke mm. a whole bunch of 49ers records. Those are just the NFL records. Uh, and you recently conquered WrestleMania mm. with Pat McAfee. Was I was it. like 30 rows behind. You, I was messaging you like, dude, are you at Mania? You were like, yeah, I'm right behind the announce table. 30 minutes later, me and my buddy Joe are sitting there, and you're <laughs> you're putting the smackdown on the Miz. Uh, our guest on today's episode of Phase Zero, George Kittle. Hi. Hello. Hey, thanks for having me. What a, what an intro, man. You're like Paul Heyman. You can just hype me up. <laughs> I, mean, I, will, I acknowledge you. Thank you. I acknowledge oh. you. And I acknowledge Enterprise for sponsoring today's show. Thank you so much to our supporters at Enterprise uh, for helping uh, support Phase Zero. We love you guys for it uh george above all those things a huge marvel fan yeah you could say that i love all superhero things um it's hard for me to talk bad about any type of superhero movie mm-hmm. comics whatever it is i'm a huge fan i got comic book characters tatted on my body big part of my life yeah 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 i mean you, got, you have the joker on one arm you got master chief on another arm i got godzilla uh hobbs from calvin and hobbs i'm all in on the, the superhero and uh, that that type of stuff so excited to talk some uh, superhero stuff today i actually watched ant-man quantumania last night caught up on it finally uh so yeah excited just to you know talk marvel and dc whatever you guys want to you know dip our toes in tonight i want to start with quantumania because this is gonna this is gonna tell the audience a lot about you i think it will uh <laughs> We have all shared our opinions at length on Quantumania by now. Mm. You just watched it for the first time last first night. First time. On digital? Uh, yes. What? You know, yeah. just purchased it last night. Just and, had to sneak it in. And what'd you think? Um, so, I th- I have thought that I'm a huge Marvel guy. Like, I enjoyed Ant-Man more than I enjoyed, like, the last two movies that came out. Was it spectacular? You liked Quantumania more than the first two Ant-Mans. 
No, no, no. Oh. I'm sorry, sorry. More than like uh, Mar- uh, Doctor Strange, oh, okay, Multiverse okay, of okay, Madness. Okay. Like so, I enjoyed it more than that. Four, four. Yeah. Okay. Significantly better yeah, than yeah, four, four. I'm with opinion. you on that. I'm so I thought you. it was better than that. I think they mm-hmm. put their foot back in the right path of the d- direction that the movies should be going. Like it felt more like a Marvel movie than like a bunch of random stuff kind of thrown in together, like mm-hmm. what Thor four felt like and what Multiverse of Madness. Like those both were like just a lot going on, and I didn't really feel like a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. This one fell a little bit more into that. I thought the Ant Man stuff was fun. I really lo- enjoyed like the Kang character, the quant, like all that was really fun. There was a lot going on. There was a lot going on. A little too much, maybe. Yeah, a little bit too much, maybe. Yeah. But um, you know, I I enjoyed it. I'm not gonna say, hey, that's a top ten movie for me, but definitely enjoyed it. I feel like we're all kind of in the same place because I don't think it was bad. I just don't think it was like very good. It wasn't. It wasn't you know? great. Yeah, it's like, okay, it happened. It finally gave the MCU some direction again. For sure. Jenna, what do you guys, that's kind of, we're all kind of in the same place on that, right? I absolutely, like, it's weird how we all individually have kind of come to the same sort of consensus. I, yeah, I'm glad to hear that we're not alone in that regard. Jamie doesn't think that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is true. That is true. Hated it. Jamie, yeah, Jamie's one of our regular co-hosts, and she, her, Jamie sends her uh, best to everybody on the Phase Your Audience. Her apartment complex is getting, like, uh, the fire alarms tested at random hours of the day. So she was like, it's probably for the best that I'm not squealing in the background with the fire alarm. But she did not like this movie, like mm-hmm. almost like to the point that she was offended by it. Which is, uh, <laughs> she, this, What's she, your life? I mean, the movie. She just she <laughs> I think the only credit she gave to it was Kang. The performance from Jonathan Majors was the only thing I think. And Michelle, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's I was doing Jamie a disservice there. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I, I and I agree with some of her criticisms. I think I just don't feel as strongly about them because I, I, I saw Feige after the movie. I, was, I got to go to the premiere and I Sick. walked up to Feige. Humble, humble brag. Dude, uh-huh. <laughs> he, he asked so me what cool. I thought of it. And I said. I said that that was that like that was the weirdest movie you guys ever made, and he goes the weirdest, and I was like, uh, I don't know what else to say, dude. Hey, I feel you on that. So there's a couple times where I've gone to like movie premieres, um, like they put them on for my team in California, and I always have to give like a little quote after the movie. Yeah, and they did that for <laughs> Doctor Strange, and I was like, it was weird and different. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. what else to say about. It. I don't know. I didn't really love it, but like, thank you so much for letting me see your movie. Like, I yeah. I love Marvel, so yeah. No, I mean, I see like I enjoyed Scott Lang. I thought the daughter father relationship was kind of fun. Um, I like there were some definitely plot holes like, hey, how did how did Kang get away from the thousand ants, you know, that he just got murdered by and like was able to come back back up and do one final fight scene. Great fight scene. But like, how did that happen? And why was she sending signals down into um, Quantumania, whatever that is down there? And why is everybody Tony Stark smart? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't so know where that they, came yeah. from too. Like everybody is just a genius. Like Michelle Pfeiffer, she can just say, throw stuff together. Hey, here's a new creative thing. Here's a new way to, you know, create energy. I'm like, what is going on? Why is everybody so smart? That's crazy. Yeah. The, the smartness, uh, actually we're going to talk about a smart character that's getting cast that there's Ooh. a hot new rumor about later in the show. So I'm just going to tease y'all with that one. So stick around. But yeah, I mean, I, th- I think you had like the Tony Stark's world. You had the Shuri's of the world, the characters who were like, all right, these are the obviously very smart people. For sure. But I think I, I could, I think Hank and Janet are they're the, definitely you know, they're, they're upper tier. Yeah. You have the pin particles. I get that. But like Cassie being a teenager who suddenly like can do anything that kind of, after spending time in juvie, like, okay, well, but I, I don't know. I'm not one of those people who's like, hey, I need to see a training montage. I don't need to see Cassie don't going into the library that. every day to read every book and, and gain all that knowledge. But yeah, it is interesting. I just suddenly, like, when you have people that can do the Tony Stark level stuff, it to me it like takes away from how cool Tony Stark is mm-hmm. and all the cool stuff that he did. I mean, like 
that that's my only problem with like let's just leave that 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 level of intelligence to so certain characters. So yeah. is, is Tony your guy? Like, is who's your all-time MCU character? My favorite Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Is Tom your favorite Spider-Man? Ooh, I think he does the best job portraying it because Tobey Maguire is like 28 when he was cast. <laughs> so like, I, that's, I think he fits the mold the best. Now, like, I love Spider-Man Two with Doc Ock is one of the best Marvel movies they ever released. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, and I throw the Green Goblin with the foe like that. That is top tier entertainment. I see. I even like the Andrew Garfield, Gar Garfield Spider-Man too. Like, you're, I'm gonna enjoy all of them. Yeah, I think Tom Holland does a great job too, especially like in the MCU. It just kind of connects everything the best, in my opinion. But yeah. I do think the second Spider-Man was the best of the Spider-Mans, though. And we're like a month and a half away from... Uh, oh, and Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't even touch that. Yeah, so <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse is what is like, that's a top three movie all time for me. Like, I've seen that movie a hundred times. I watched it on every plane ride at Fantastic Soundtrack, Fantastic oh, yeah. Characters. I think you and Aaron just became best friends. Yep, for real. Oh, my, I, was, I was Miles Morales for Spy, for Halloween. I wore, I wore the whole Spidey suit for Halloween like that. Are the, yeah, he's, are the pictures he's, on Instagram? Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. man. And then my my yeah. wife was Gwen too, which was pretty nice. sick. So like we, yeah, oh no. cool, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm all in. It, it is way too much fun. I love Miles Morales; yeah. such a great character. And for everybody who's listening to us in podcast form, you can't see it, but he's got the Spider Man T shirt on here. He rocked for, rocked it for the occasion. We're out here. We're out here. Uh, all right, I did want to, dude. I, I did. I know this is a Marvel show, but I mm. had to ask about the WrestleMania experience. Yeah, dude. I, okay, so first of all, how did that happen? Because like, did Pat call you and say, "Hey, man, we're doing a bit." So basically, since when he, he came on and fought Austin Theory last year in Dallas and then got stunned by Stone Cold at the end of the night one. And ever since then, because I've been on Pat's show a couple times, I was like, hey, if you ever need a backup, I got your back. I'll be at every WrestleMania. If you ever need anything, you need me to jump out of the stands, hit somebody, throw somebody through a table, get thrown through a table. I'm your guy. Like, whatever you need. And like, you know, he was like, hey, just, you know, be ready. I like, you know, kind of starting a feud, you know, maybe might I might I might have something, an opportunity at WrestleMania. We don't know. You know, we'll figure something out. Just be ready to have my back if you're there. And, you know, then he finally gets there. Um, I saw and, you know, WrestleMania happens. We're going through the Miz has his open challenge and all that stuff. And McAfee's music pops and i was like well hey here's my shot this is the guy who's back i need to have and he's going against miz who's one of the best villains best guys on the mic in the in the wwe yeah. universe so he's fantastic so i was like well hopefully he mouths off just a little bit and pat and gets into a fight and you know, that's what's kind of happened and miz was running away i was just you know chanting at the miz get back in the ring that whole big thing gives me a nice shove can't touch the fans miz you got to know that man <laughs> especially when the fans are bigger than you are goodness gracious <laughs> So got to hop it, got to do a clothesline, celebrating the ring with Pat McAfee. Um, then that was an incredible moment. Again, then I, I, I got to meet Vince McMahon afterwards too, which was like a first. I mean, that was pretty like in the little room where they, they do oh, all was the, in Gorilla. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That was a rush. My heart rate didn't like lower until probably 1am that night. And, but it was one of the coolest moments of my life for sure. How does that, how does it compare? I mean, dropping a clothesline, getting in front of a crowd on the grandest stage of them all versus scoring a touchdown. So this would, I've done like, so I played in playoff football games. Um, I've won big games. I've lost big games. And, you know, like, you know, there's like a, a level of anxiety that goes into, you know, like performing on a stage. Um, like playoff football, it would be like two to three. Uh, two would be getting ready for WrestleMania. And one would be singing Kelly Clarkson live on television. That was the most nerve wracking thing I've ever done in my entire <laughs> life. I was in a full sweat. 
I, I think I, I had drank several beers beforehand just to kind of calm down, but that was probably the most stressful thing I've ever done in my life was singing a Kelly, Kelly Clarkson song. Well, what we didn't tell you is Kelly Clarkson is nope. here for the, for the repeat. Oh my uh, goodness. dude! I mean, what a what a what a life! What a resume you're putting together. <laughs> I'm happy for you, man. Thank cause, you. Because uh, you you deserve it, dude. And uh, I think the WrestleMania thing. It's just like that is was, the ch- that's the, if you. I'm assuming so cool. you grew up a wrestling fan. So this is. I have a really weird relationship with wrestling. So like, I watched Stone Cold and The Rock a little bit growing up, but like, not into my friends were really into it. So I was like in and out of it, in and out of it. I was a big fan of The Rock, especially when he was doing his Hollywood stuff. But it was really like my third year of college i had a one of my teammates who is now an indie wrestler like he's been wrestling for like six years he came over to my house uh three summers in a row and i watched every single pretty sure every wrestling match that was on the wwe network which and that's all i watched for every summer like probably four to six hours a day and he got me hooked back on back into it and so like i've been like a week i watch almost every show weekly for like the last six or seven years so if you had a finishing move what would it be called stunner You'd use, you'd I just use this, the cold, that or the RKO are my two favorite. Oh, there you are. RKO it. onto a table or something. I don't know. <laughs> Randy Orton's RKO on Seth Rollins in the middle. When of he the, caught him? Yeah. Oh, the stomp the catch. Curve, curve stomp. Yeah. I was in Levi Stadium, my home stadium. Then that was oh. like the year before I got drafted. So like hitting one of those would be a complete dream come true. Dude, that'd be dope. I, if I, uh, Hypothetically, if I were to ever be a wrestler, I would absolutely use a finishing move called the end game. Oh. I would have to. I would have to. Uh, and I would want it to be some sort of RKO variation. That's what I've always thought too. That's cool. That's oh, cool. Oh, just snap on them. <laughs> That's funny. So have you you've met all these wrestlers now? Have yes. we have you ever met any of the Marvel actors? Have you ever had an encounter with these people? Have you ever met somebody who turned out to be a fan of you when you're like, hold on, you're you know, you're Iron wow. Man, you're Captain America. Have you had have you had the chance to meet anybody from the MCU? I yet? don't think I have. Did you meet Tom Hardy when you shot the Venom commercial? No, sadly. Because that was sep- like, uh, yeah, that was like- sadly no. I, that was just me and Venom by ourselves. <laughs> oh, just yeah, this, this, <laughs> that was just us. By- no, I haven't had an opportunity. Hopefully, um, I'll meet anybody. I'm a huge fan <laughs> of everybody, like, dude. We gotta get you one of these. I can't believe you don't go to more of these premieres. Like, I know, and- right? I wish I. Oh. Dude, I try. Just a lot of the cool stuff always happens when I'm in season. It's just hard for me to get away. That's true. Guardians of the Galaxy premiere is coming up next week, and they're like, you can't bring anyone to this. I was like, can I bring my mom? They're like, probably not. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> but, Please. Oh, we got to get you on that. I mean, I, I can't imagine it would be hard to get you on that list. Oh, I mean, there's Galaxy. That sounds fun. Dude, um, <laughs> next week. Next week. Hopefully, uh, we all stay mm. out and we're figuring it out. And then it comes out. Um, we're trying to put together a screening here in Nashville. Hopefully, we're able to pull it off. But uh, we just did Evil Dead Rise, which was a lot of fun. That comes out when? Thanks, Warner. May 5th? Yeah, Guardians is May 5th. So hopefully we can get a screening here and just, you know, pack it out and have a good time with howling fans. But I also have my tickets for opening night at Opry Mills. So either way, going to go see it at least once after. That sounds exhilarating. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about I want to get your thoughts on uh, like phase four and five. Okay. Andrew, we talked about Quantumania, where yep. it ranks, you know, with Thor yep. and Doctor Strange. Uh, this is another thing we've t- we we have beat this horse ourselves. Whenever we have some new blood on the show, we got to get the thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Superhero fatigue is a conversation. There's sure. tons of new heroes. There's new favorites. There's good things. There's things that are disappointing. Everybody has reactions across the board. For sure. What has stood out to you in the, since the post Avengers Endgame era in the MCU? What are the things like that have really caught your attention? Um. Well, I mean the. The multiverse and the quantum mania stuff like that is obviously the forefront and like that's the direction we're going right yeah. like we're good yeah. we're, we're diving full head into that stuff because of all the possibilities you can do all the different character variants all the different storylines like they can literally do whatever they want now they can take any comic book combine it with another comic book they can do whatever they want um initial reactions 
mildly disappointed. I think we're all kind of in the same boat there, right? Like, I mean, like I'm happy that Marvel movies are coming out. I'm not extremely excited about all of them. Like, like I said, like I was so excited for Doctor Strange, the second one, and that was like one of the biggest letdowns. Thor four completely brutalized me. I almost left the theater. Honestly, <laughs> like you, you, we went from like an awesome Thor two we're back to like thor one who's completely ignorant about his entire life and everything's a joke and everything's a punchline like we took a, an awesome thor character and then you also had the natalie port uh yeah like her uh miss thor whoever that is and like not really any background into it you just kind of threw her into it and all of a sudden she can wield the hammer and do all this stuff and it was like i don't know like the uh the aura i guess of like being a superhero might be that could be like the superhero fatigue you're talking about but just like I don't know, like the original Avengers and there were less characters, all that stuff, but like each character had such a cool role and it like felt like such an important character. And when you just keep spreading out, spreading out, well, this person can transport through different dimensions. And it's just like, mm-hmm. uh, come on now. Like, <laughs> so now you're basically just given, and like, I know these characters exist in the comic books, right? Too. So it's not like mm-hmm. there's pulling out of thin air, but it's like the things that made like the original, the phase one and phase two, even phase three. So good is like, you built these storylines with these awesome characters they overcame like they their character arc was fantastic and then it all came to an end and so it's just like i get they're trying to do that but you still want to the baseline is you want to have these good character arcs develop these characters and like have them win have them lose but like there's just so much stuff going on right now it's just kind of distracting from plot lines and i don't know i also think like i said like there's just kind of plot holes occasionally and you're just kind of like ah, come on like you didn't see any of that in the first three phases like how many bad movies were there in the first three phases like oh, besides they- besides um thor 2 there's i i know i i i large not entirely but largely aligned with everything you just said i know jenna and aaron don't really they've been big much bigger fans of of phase four than i i mean not that i'm not a fan of phase four i will say they've they've really defended it and i want to hear that i will say the the tv shows i've i've enjoyed all the tv shows wandavision was fantastic loki loki was fantastic um the falcon and that was all right like it was okay, but it was definitely the worst out of the TV shows. But like, yeah, I've all the TV shows. Uh, Moon Knight was fantastic. Like, I haven't, I didn't watch the um, what's the black and white one, the horror one. Oh, Werewolf by Night. I haven't seen that. I'll hop into that one. Uh, I'll have time to finally watch that. So I'll get into that one. I've heard nothing but great things. But like all the TV shows, and I'm so stoked for Loki season two. Yeah, especially after the teaser at the end, like mm-hmm. of Ant Man. Like, so I'm pumped for all that stuff. It's just like Doctor Strange was one of my favorite characters, and uh, have a very like let down of a movie that kind of bugged me, bummed me out just because he's like Benedict Cumberbatch is the perfect character for that, for that, uh, for that role. And it's just like, come on, like yeah. it should be this hard. Jenna, Jenna has Jenna. What do you, what do you yeah, think sorry. of everything? Uh, George, just I'm said. just, I'm just thankful for the chat uh, acknowledging she Hulk supremacy. Cause that also, I needed to say that <laughs> as the she Hulk stand of the show. Um, but no, I, I'm glad that you like the TV shows too. Cause like that has definitely been for me, like the most interesting experimentation of phase four. Like I know the movies have taken on such a completely different context. Now, now that we have the TV shows and we have such a, like such a larger amount of Marvel content, but I think that I can see how you then have this disappointment with some of the movies. Um, I, yeah, I'm curious what Aaron thinks too. Cause I know, Especially with I mean, listen, the rule number one is that you don't you don't you don't insult the hosts. Um <laughs> you don't insult the hosts, you don't insult the guests. Um I I did enjoy it a bit more. Like I get that they probably need to reset the board. Uh yeah. everybody's getting everything they wanted, so I don't want to hear anything going forward, although there's a lot still up in the air too. Like I'm like, everybody won, and I don't I don't know. Like we'll see. I, I enjoyed all of it. It's fine. Like 
I, the the reaction to stuff like the Mandalorian earlier today just proves more of what I was thinking about. I'm like, I don't think people know what they want from anything. I don't think they do. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do people not like the Mandalorian? For, actually, well, that's a conversation. I just watched it right I before. I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't say anything. I'm not going yeah. yeah. to say anything. I watched it. Chill, 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 chill. Yeah, chill, we're not chill, saying chill. a word. Wait, hey, we're not we, saying a word. Yeah. We guys, She-Hulk. Like, what were your guys' thoughts on She-Hulk? Because, like, she's my I, favorite Marvel character, I, so I think I know the show was different. I know the show's not for everybody, but she it got the essence of who she is in the comics, and so I loved it on that sense. I, I, I but that that being said, I do recognize like it it was divisive to an extent. It didn't necessarily hit with everybody, but it definitely hit for me because it knocked it out of the park in that regard. So also, the only thing I didn't like about it was this the finale. I just thought that was so much going on. And then I did, I did like the, the scene where like she kicks out the screen and then she jumps mm -hmm. into the different Marvel TV show. Like that's really funny. But the only thing is like, once you break down that wall, then like, can every character do that? And then it's just like, okay, well then what, like what really mattered? I don't know. I, I just like fell into some rabbit holes. I was like that, that mildly bothered me. Like they're just like a, a bot that controls everything. Like what is going on? Let it go. Yeah, let it go. He's got to relax and yeah. let it roll, baby. Yep. Don't think you are. That's funny. Yeah. No, I I I'm, I liked She-Hulk, and then it got to a point where I felt like all the things they were setting Jennifer Walters up in terms of an arc, I kind of thought were undercut by her kind of finding her fulfillment by finding Daredevil and Matt Murdock. Like I loved seeing Daredevil, but then ultimately I felt like the finale, which I thought was inc incredibly creative, incredibly but I thought the creative. finale kind of undercut the arc that there was going to be in terms of kind of ending in a kind of status quo place at the end. I don't know. Jenna might, Jenna might think I'm wrong on that. And I actually want your thoughts on, cause I don't know if I've ever worded it that way with my thoughts on She-Hulk. I mean, look, we, we've had this exact conversation in different wording on the show, but that's no, like true. I, 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 like, I totally get that. That is the take on it. For me, it's like, she is one of the few characters who can break the fourth wall. That is such a huge part. Like they, they teased it over the course of the show and they kind of tie it mm -hmm. into her own personal like enrichment and fulfillment as a person and her embracing She-Hulk in a way that like Bruce has never embraced the Hulk persona. So in my mind, it it does all kind of tie up together really nicely. Are there probably things that could be changed? Sure, but I think like for what they had, I think that they nailed it basically in tying all that together. Satisfied the biggest fans. I mean, that to me is the most important thing they can do. Mm. I mean, my I, so and I, that's also the thing with having the TV shows. Not every show, like the movies in phases one through three, felt like they were. I don't. I will never say that the Marvel movies are generic, but like they they appeal. They were they they weren't so genre focused and so like they uh, were made to appeal to a huge audience. And now you're seeing in phase four and five, they're making different things that not 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 everything's going to be for everybody. No. Whereas like in phases one through three, it certainly seemed like there was more stuff that it just was able to appeal to like a billion dollars worth of people each time. Very true. I mean, yeah. like if you're not caught up on Loki and like the Doctor Strange stuff, WandaVision, then like Ant-Man Quantumania made probably no sense to you. Well, and that's that's all oh, we've had that conversation. A million Zero times. sense to you. I used to feel like, okay, if you watched Loki, then you'd go into Spider-Man No Way Home and that you would be rewarded for watching Loki. But in Spider-Man No Way Home, they didn't really do anything to tell you how Loki season finale no. set up the multiverse being open. That's, but yeah, but all right. Well, so we all are on similar enough pages with the MC. We all still love it. And we're watching everything that comes out. Love it. Uh, and we just, you know, we want things to get, uh, maybe some people are higher than others. But we all want things to get a, 
super excited to be the best it can be because we're all going to watch it and and enjoy it and find the things we're we like it. Watch it. Hell yeah, I'm going to keep watching this stuff. I'm, yeah, like, I'm, not I'm on stop. this train until the wheels fall off. <laughs> it's dude, so good, and the wheels are not even close to falling off. So that's good news. Uh, before we take a break, I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, two questions. First question: In Captain America: Civil War, were you Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Ooh, oh Cap. No, this was going so well, dude. Yeah, wait, because oh. he was. Yeah, no, because he was. Re- um, ooh, see, but then Spider Man's on Team Iron Man. That's yeah, tough for me. That's really tough for me, dude. Why would you do that? I the only reason I said Cap was because in the Ant Man movie last night, he referenced it like three different times. Oh, Say, so, yeah. hey, I fought on Cap's side. Yeah, I flew to Germany. I fought on Cap's side. Not no, anymore. I don't know. I think I, I liked what Captain America was standing for a little bit better than Team Iron Man, which because like the was that the Accords and all that stuff. I thought that stuff was lame. I think a lot of people in the comments are going to agree with you. And yeah. I'm okay with that because uh, Team Iron Man is the right answer. If everybody but, wants to be wrong, you can go ahead. But I, I, I mean, I'd follow Spidey in the battle any day. So that's just me. Andrews. Oh, yeah, uh, and the, the last one. I mean, in all the phases we've got so far, do you have a favorite? title or like a top three if you can't choose a favorite child here oh uh end of the spider verse is my favorite i love oh, it wow. it's okay. like literally my favorite yeah, yeah nothing like there's nothing about that movie that i don't like everything um let's see clothes uh what else do i love um i really enjoyed the first doctor strange movie like i thought that was just completely different with wow. all like the mind altering stuff like i thought that was pretty cool okay i mean again like he's the perfect character for it like they're i mean benedict is awesome i think that's how you pronounce it right benedict cumberbatch yeah and then um i think yeah. ooh, um she's you know i'm not even remembering all of them but i would i mean the original iron man is that's up there this yeah. is an, this is one of the most that's interesting unexpected me. lists i think we've ever had here thank you i that's mean a, like i mean it's a good list i respect like, the hell in game of it. all that stuff like sure. fantastic television uh but like just i just not like avengers isn't a standalone to me because it's just a team oh up. see guardians of the galaxy and oh like, yeah Guardi- and iron man are like Gar- my top three guardian of the galaxy is definitely would make that list or be number four maybe it's original. just like my add is like i need more characters i need everything all at once i don't know the first iron man was so fun though it's great it just kicked the door down i'm with you iron man's my guy all right everybody mm. we're gonna take a one minute break we come back we're gonna run through some news and the first topic that's coming up it's a huge problem for me and we're gonna talk about it we are wasting no more time before getting to it uh see you in a minute Welcome back to Phase Zero. BD here with Jenna, Aaron, and our special guest today, George Kittle. We got some MCU news to talk about. It's the part of the show where we keep you up to date. First of all, first of all, first of all, thank you to Enterprise for supporting Phase Zero. Second of all, guys, I am I'm I'm beside myself. This is this is the, Lego is finally releasing a massive Avengers Tower. Like reliable rumors about it are finally happening. I'm gonna buy Avengers Tower before I know who bought Avengers Tower in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. Tony Stark sold Avengers Tower. He did. That was in 2017, bro. It's been a second. We still have not seen Avengers Tower since then, except for in Spider-Man Far From Home in 2019 when he swung through it. And now the Marvel's trailer released. And in the New York City skyline, it's not there. Does Kevin Feige hate me specifically? That's that's actually pretty aggressive. I didn't even realize that. Dude, I'm ch- what, what are we doing? Where is it? This this to me, everybody's in the comment section with when you were talking about the state of the MCU and we were kind of sharing your thoughts on it. People were asking, what what plot hole? What plot hole? This is a plot hole. That is a plot this hole. This wouldn't have happened in in, in 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 the Infinity saga. And I think I think that's just because they had enough time between projects to make sure everything aligned. Now hmm. they did the same amount of 
screen time or runtime in two years that they did in 11 years. So it's hard to make sure everything lines up. And that's why you go back to episodes of Miss Marvel later that and is. suddenly the color of the Statue of Liberty changes to match up with what's going on in Spider-Man No Way Home. When they released it, it didn't match up. So they hate us. They're never going to tell us who bought Avengers Tower. Do we want to spend any more time talking about this? Does anybody have any thoughts or should we just... I will just say we did it. bring this up when we talked to the trailer last week, but it didn't feel right because you weren't here to also <laughs> talk about it. So I'm glad that you addressed it in your own right because, yeah, this is a travesty. As I said last week, it's a spirit Halloween until we are told otherwise. So... <laughs> Wait, so did like he sold it and then like did the guy buy it just knock it down? Like what I'm I'm hoping that it's just an unfinished VFX shot that made it into the Marvels trailer because they faked us out in trailers before. I'm still waiting to see the Hulk run through sure. Wakanda. But <laughs> you know, I I don't know, man. I don't think we're ever gonna find out who bought Avengers Tower. It's obviously it's either Fisk, Wilson Fisk, you know, it's gonna be Fisk Tower or it's gonna be uh the Baxter building for the Fantastic Four. But I just wanna know, man. I'm, I'm so tired. I'm so, so tired. Uh, all right. Speaking of everything Dang. we spoke of earlier, the Russo Dang. brothers, uh, they're they're promoting Citadel right now. Ooh. And uh, that's a new series coming to Amazon. Chris Killian went and did interviews. You can find those on comicbook.com. Uh, they talked about the redirection of the MCU since their Avengers Endgame, which I remember uh, if you if you're like old Russo brothers interviews, they used to just be like, well, everything we did in Endgame, well, that's that's everyone else's problem now. We're done. They just got free reign. And now it seems like some of those things are trying to get addressed. And this is what they had to say about the MCU since they uh, since they left. There's nobody better at telling stories than Kevin Feige right now. If you're going to bet on anybody, you bet on him. Yeah. I think that the type of story that unfolded in the phases that we worked on was a very specific kind of story that wrapped itself up in those phases. And now it's time for a new story. And I think... That's the direction that Marvel's headed in. They're telling you a very different story, a very new story. And I think the audience just needs to be patient with the redirection because you can't keep telling the same story over and over or you lose the audience. I personally don't think the Russo brothers are even watching what's going on right now. I think they play. They watched a few things and that's a pretty safe quote, uh, but maybe they are. <laughs> they well, I do like that quote. I mean, dude. I agree with them though. You do have to give it a little bit of time because I, I do agree. Like if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, um, people are going to just start calling you out for that. Mm -hmm. Now it's also part in hand with like, Hey, this formula does work to an extent. I know people like there are certain, like you've seen like directors stuff ba like bash on like the superhero formula, like mm -hmm. a lot of stuff, but like to an extent, that is what people want to see. Like I want to see the Hulk break every single building. Like that's what I want to see. Like that is a good enough plot line for me. Like, I'm okay with that stuff. So, like, I wanted to keep it a little bit the same, but I understand, like, there is going to be a new direction. You kind of have to, especially all these new characters mm -hmm. and all that. Uh, I don't know. You guys can hype it, uh, jump in on that. Yeah, I will I just will say, like, for me, this is further, I've argued this on the show before, of, like, I don't necessarily need the Russo's direct secret wars because I feel like the way that the franchise has evolved into something completely different since they last directed... I don't necessarily need them to come back around. And I, I would like to see a director like kind of take all of the new pieces that we have now and put their own stamp on it. And I think like this quote kind of argues that from themselves too, of like the story is completely different. You just gonna have to follow it through. And so it's like, I would almost love to see another director like take that on, but yeah. I'll, I'll acknowledge that this might be recency bias, but after what they've done with the Mandalorian, I could see John Favreau or today's mm -hmm. finale director, Rick Famuyiwa doing a movie like that doing a movie like Secret Wars. John Favreau, I mean, he did, you know, Iron Man and and yep. Rick Famuyi was done some of the best, some of the best that he was supposed to do the Flash at one point, right? Yep. So yep. he's got the what chops. Any directors. 
one of many yeah. directors, yeah. like seven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, so speaking of Chris Killian's interviews, Russo Brothers also talks about directing a DC property and rather than narrate it, I figure we can just watch the clip. Um, I know you guys have been pretty upfront about the fact that, you know, you might not go back to Marvel for a long time, but I am curious, would you ever be interested in having conversations about going to do something for DC? And if so, what character, yeah. what DC character would pique your interest? Oh, to, to, oh yeah. That's a great we don't question. Get a, we don't get asked a lot about DC characters. But, uh, you know, obviously James over there running it, it, it you know, it'll be a no brainer. We, we love him to death. We love the, uh, you know, the direction he's going to take that world in. Uh, uh, you know, he's going to be inventive with it. Uh, and favorite DC characters. I mean, man. There's it's, so many good ones. I know. There's so many good ones. I mean, it's uh, it, everything. <laughs> I always answer based on the comics I collected as a yeah. kid, right? Uh, and the two comics I collected the most. Uh, or Spider-Man, actually the three, were Spider-Man, X-Men, and Batman. Um, but there have been a lot of iterations of Batman. So, yeah. you know, I feel like that's an obvious answer. But I know, it's hard not to answer that. Yeah. Though, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, considering that Batman's yeah. sort of like taking care of it. Well, I don't know. They got some, they got some stuff. I mean, I, don't, mm -hmm. I know you guys can't tell me. I was more just curious about which characters it would, it would take for you to have that conversation. And it's a hard, like, here's the thing. Here's how you know we haven't actually gotten uh, literal about it and specific about it is because, yeah, ba Batman would be my favorite character for my entire childhood. But obviously, it's been well explored. Yeah. yeah. I can't tell if they're saying they want to direct Batman or Batman would be the character they wanted to do if he hadn't been done so many times. It seems like they're kind of saying both. Jenna, how are you taking that? I because like I'd write up this quote for the website and I know the interpretations that it then had on Twitter were all over the place. People were like, oh, God, their version of Brave and the Bold would be a completely different movie. I, I, I do agree with him that like there are so many different takes on Batman. So I'm sure that that is a lot of pressure, but it, it is just kind of the thing of like in a hypothetical dream scenario. Like I, I can see why they would want to direct Batman, but I, I'm sure whatever James has cooking, like they probably have directors in mind and we just don't know who they are. So but it was this whole discourse has just been very funny to me. Yeah. Don't you think they would dominate like Batman Beyond? I, it, dude, that, yeah. actually, <laughs> that could be pretty solid. I'm a, oh. I'm a Russo's fan. I, I know a lot of people in our comment section, a lot of people online are kind of over the Russo's at this moment. They, a lot of Russo's people. I'm still a Russo Brothers fan. I like Joe and Anthony and their work. Um, all right, we're, we're running a little behind you. Let's keep it moving uh, on to the next topic. Jen, I think you got this next one, right? Yeah. So also from the Citadel Junket, uh, Richard Madden commented on Icarus's fate after Eternals. Um, sounds like he's not coming back, which I know we've said on the show, the Eternals probably aren't coming back a lot anyway, but roll up. Question from Richard on comicbook.com. I have to ask one nerdy question and I'll make it as painless as possible. I'm sorry, <laughs> but do you believe that Icarus is dead? Well, he flew into the sun. That's kind of hard to come back from. But. Isn't it? <laughs> but. I mean, if he's like Superman, that just makes him more powerful. Yeah. He's there just going to go. come back unstoppable. He sucks in now. the sun's yeah. energy. We don't have a sun anymore. Thanks a lot, Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't think he's coming back. Jenna, what do you think? R.I.P. to Little Icky, by the way. Just continuing oh, little Icky, little on this show. Um, yeah, I, I like I've, I've said on this show so many times. I said it during our predictions episode at the start of the year. I will be shocked 
if like any one of the Eternals like comes back in the immediate future. But that just that all just feels so unresolved. And so I feel like Icarus in particular seems like his story kind of got played out. It seems like it kind of hit its course and he flew into the sun and who knows beyond that. But I'm sure Aaron has thoughts too. Oh, it's just God bless Chris for like prefacing that question with 14 qualifiers, just yeah. like I would, because it's like, yeah. I know you don't want to ask about this. Mm -hmm. And yet they leave it open too at the end because he's like, they could call me and I will not turn that down. Um, so it doesn't seem like we'll be getting a little icky back. We can cross him off the eternal survivor pool we have going for the rest of the year. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. No, I'm with you guys. That's that seemed pretty obvious. <laughs> like, yeah. like, hey, you can call me. Like, I'm available, but like, probably not. I don't even know if he'd want to. I, yeah. I heard so many things about that production. I think that, and then when the movie comes out, it's so ill received. Yeah. Like, what motivation is it other than a dollar? People did not enjoy that movie. Yeah, me being one of them. Is that low on your face four board? That's why I didn't mention it before because I forgot <laughs> it was released. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. It had good, it had like good ideas and stuff. I really wish like the bad guy, like who were like, what were like the bad guy animals? Those the things, deviants. like, I wish those just would have had like more to them. Like they were kind of like a big deal. Then they disappeared for half the movie. Then the guy like became like a super deviant and then they beat the hell out of it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think not a perfect film. No, no, not a no. perfect film. There were fun parts of it. I I mean, Druig and Makari were hands down my favorite parts of that film and they were barely in the movie. Like it had so many good characters. Uh, Ooh, I will say, like, seeing the... And a really awkward sex scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, were the, what are they called? The, the Colossus? What are those big things called that, like, come celestial. out of... The, the Celestial. The oh, Celestial. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. No, seeing, like, that, like, that whole process, those were sick. Like, that idea, I would love to see more of those. I'd love, a, like, a Celestial movie. Like, that'd be cool. Like, see those bad Dude, boys. You're, like, the first person I've heard champion that. I mean, no, that is some straight-up deep-cut comic stuff, too. That's some Jack Kirby. That is, like... Like, I would really enjoy that, because those things, like I, like, I don't know enough about them, and, like, that was the first time they've really been in anything, yeah. right? But, like, I think those as characters are pretty sick. Like, and then it's half its hand and its head are just kind of sticking out of what, whatever C that is, it's just like, holy cow, like that'd be quite a monument to go see once in a while. Well, if the rumors are true, Cap 4 might touch that, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right, we got it. Let's, let's move on to the next one here, Aaron. Okay, uh, we got uh, Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts reportedly getting rewrites because it was too heavily focused on Black Widow characters, and now it's going to be more around out in the new draft. Isn't it being written by the Beef Rider? Mm -hmm. uh jenna yeah so he's retooling it everybody loves that show um anybody got any thoughts about it rounding it out i thought this would happen i i completely thought when they were like oh it's black widow 2 basically i'm like it's probably got to be more like an avengers movie with all of them in it because that's <laughs> andy, what people want andy park who was who has been on our show uh he's the uh overseas visual development he does For concept him. artist he posted that Thunderbolts photo, those concept art photos, and then in the caption wrote like black hashtag Black Widow sequel, and then edited it and removed that part. That part's not in the Instagram That's post funny. anymore. But I mean, this is the follow up to Black Widow, but it's also the follow up to Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's the Falcon, mm -hmm. uh, the follow up to Ant Man and the Wasp. If Ghosts, the rumor of Ghost being cut is false, which we don't oh. have, I don't know if we, I have no insight on that, so don't take it from me. That's just Twitter talking. Uh, and there's just, but there's so many characters. It could all, I mean, it's also kind of like if Val is in it, then it's a follow up to everything in phase four. Uh, and David Arbor said they're going to drop a bomb in the MCU. So I'm like, well, we still don't know what that is. And Steven Young, I don't care. I want this movie to be good. I, it's got a stacked cast. It does actually. I haven't seen too much about it, but I am interested in it. I mean, 
it's kind of like that like you said avengers-esque they get multiple characters could have some fun storylines you know, branch out from it hopefully it's yeah. pretty decent yeah i hope so man that's that's the that's wait did you guys were five? you guys big black widow fans i was pretty big black i liked widow. it yeah Cool. Amy, who isn't here, is like our biggest Black Widow fan. Like she ranked that at the top of her rankings for all of Phase Four. But yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was definitely an action-packed movie. I'll give yeah. you that. I the one the only issue I've ever had with Black Widow is she has no superpowers. Like, and this chick is running through exploding palaces in the sky, and just. Everything like it's you know what it's kind of like the new Star Wars movies where like the force everything just happens the exact way that it has to happen for the movie to work and that kind of wears on me sometimes when it happens a lot and that kind of felt like to me the whole Black Widow movie like so many things had to happen perfectly for her to survive anything. I I didn't mind that. I, I the only thing I minded was her surviving falling out of the sky. I thought the third act was ridiculous. Yeah, that that just that, that was, whole like I thought the dude what, what what was her dad's name? The guy from Stranger Things. Uh, Alexi. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Like, oh, he's great. He's, he's fantastic. Great. Yeah, like, I like, I, I think it was really fun. Like, I, I enjoyed it. It was a good storyline. But like, yeah, the third act, I was like, what is happening right it, now? It, it escalated really. It was quick. a lot. It, well, it started with like a Winter Soldier tone, where yes, it was like it grounded, and then all of a sudden they're falling from the sky. But I mean, it so be, To be fair, they fell out of the sky in Winter Soldier too. They so did. We, we can't. They but, fall out uh, of the sky a lot. Yeah, that's, that's maybe kind stop of a, going into the sky so yeah, much, guys. Stay on the ground. But I liked Black oh. Widow quite a bit, and yeah, Jenna's right. Jamie definitely is our our biggest fan. I still get crap for how much I like Black Widow on Twitter. People are like, you liked Black Widow. Your opinion's invalid. Well, <laughs> all right, bro. Uh, I love the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't we? Uh, all right. We got it. We got it. This one's a hot new rumor that I see a lot of people picking up today. Uh, Daniel RPK, who has been right enough with these kind of things to certainly be acknowledged. Uh, said, that's, we're talking this up as a rumor. All right. This is from, this is from Daniel Rickman. Pretty often, reliable scooper uh says adam driver is in final talks to play reed richards in the fantastic four i have no insights i could reach out for comment i won't get one so i'll I, reach out go ahead yeah you go ahead <laughs> and reach out for us uh i i am be honest i don't hate it i love it i, I like adam i driver. like adam driver I, li- I mean i saw 65 and it was definitely a movie but adam driver's commitment to that role in 65 gave me a ton of respect for him he was the most Actually, he was the second most underused character in the Star Wars sequel trilogy behind only John Boyega, who was completely, awfully butchered as a character. Poor Finn. Oh my gosh, at the but end then terrible. Ben Solo also just turned out to be an absolute dud by the end of it, which was a shame. And I think Adam Driver is a tremendous actor. And I'm honestly kind of surprised he'd go back to a franchise as big as Star Wars after seemingly not having a great experience on it. But I'm here for it, and I bet you this man is working in Avengers Tower. Uh, Aaron, you're at the top of the screen. What do you think of this rumor if it turns out to be true? And do you believe it? Oh, you're muted? You're muted. Yeah, he's the one of the guys that got batted around with, like, Diego Luna and what's uh, Pim Badgley from you yeah. and all these like, other Diego things. Diego Luna like, was a rumor once? Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that was that was my like leader in the clubhouse. I know everybody wanted Krasinski to come back, but um, I, I do believe it. And I was saying to Jenna before the show started, while you guys were getting everything set up, George, you might be able to lend me some experts about this. When you are around people who own boats, you become clear. You become cognizant of the fact that there's always a bigger boat 
There's always someone who got a bigger boat than you Fair. or got a better car. And maybe you just want that check. And maybe that's what it is. Because he did not sound like he wanted any parts of this. Him and John Boyega and Kelly Marie Tran were all like, we are cool. You see, Daisy Ridley is back in the fold. Mm -hmm. I think it's only a matter of time for Boyega to get his toes in the franchise water. So, you know, why not? It, I, I got a summer house to build, you know? Damn straight. <laughs> I, <laughs> There's quite there's quite a like a, a paycheck behind those movies. Oh yeah, especially yeah. if you're already a name. Like Adam Driver's not somebody who like he Chris Hemsworth was not you know Chris Hemsworth before he was Thor. Marvel blew him up. You know oh. a lot of there in in the Phase One saga there were actors who well RDJ made his comeback through Iron Man. Chris Hemsworth made himself through Thor, and not saying he wouldn't have been successful without sure. it, but it you know shot him all the way up so I mean, you know Chris adam Evans driver too, kind of like he was still i mean like he was yeah, popular I mean, but like, he, yeah he, he had after done, that but like yeah he wasn't captain america yet you know what i mean he wasn't he was human torch <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> so i think like adam driver he's the guy who's gonna come with a big old price tag if you're gonna get him in one i assume i don't know that's awesome so yeah i mean i, I like this casting I'm, i think that it helps me imagine who could be around him but i also remember all the rumors that they were gonna cast sue storm first so who maybe they already that? did oh if it's Adam, I don't. I mean, I've. Yeah, who's, who do you want to face Sue Storm? Oh, this this conversation. Uh, I mean, I like I like Emily Blunt. I like. Um, she would. Die. I like Aza Gonzalez if she can pull out. Like if they'll commit to blonde. Like I, yes, I want the look of Sue from the comics, but you got I don't to. really care if you. It's not a make or break to me if they look like they do in the comics. I, but uh, those are a couple. Of my Aaron Jen, I know you guys have a couple. Of, I know you. <laughs> I, I still like I because I know there were the rumors that like they were casting Sue first. I do think that's the ideal way to go, and I hope they are still just privately doing that because it is this thing of like if Sue doesn't have a good chemistry with whatever read you pick, whatever money you pick, and then like the entire team falls apart. So I hope that they are still kind of anchoring it around Sue. My thing with the Adam Driver bit is I was telling Aaron, even if they bring these people on stage at D23, even like I still will not wholeheartedly believe that this is the fantastic forecast until like this movie starts coming mm -hmm. out because we have been burned so many times. I just feel like we are stuck in this endless hell of fan casting and speculation. And I've heard the Adam Driver stuff for a while now. So even today, I was just kind of like, we'll just wait and see. But I don't know. Yeah. We heard the Penn Badgley stuff for a while, and now we're back. Yeah. Now it's Adam Driver's the hot one. I remember when Asa Butterfield was cast as Spider Man, and then it was Tom yeah. Holland. It's just constant. It's I mean, this is this. It's fun though. Do they bring Chris Evans back as Human Torch in Secret Wars? Probably <laughs> that'd be so yeah. sick. I would lose my mind. <laughs> Dude, that, that would, oh, not he, he's not going to be the Fantastic Four movies Human Torch, but no. I can see. I hope Secret Wars brings everybody back. Bring them all back, even it's if it's just, just for like it's like another Spider Man. Just bring everybody back. Yeah, it'd be so fun. Ben Affleck's Daredevil Man, Jennifer Garner's Electric, oh. uh, Electric. Wow, Electra. Bring wow. them all, put them all in there, and just destroy all the universes one at a time, so we can under actually see an incursion with actual stakes instead of Doctor Strange just being like, "Well, this is where an incursion happened, and it means nothing to you at this moment." Yeah, exactly. It's just more of that stuff. Yeah, it means nothing to you, but that they're they're gone. Don't worry. I mean, Hugh them. Jackman's back. You know, bring them, bring them all. Come on, where's oh Halle Berry at? All right, uh, oh we got to keep rolling on this. Jenna, hit us with this so, uh, Agatha news. 
Yes, so Ooh. since Jamie is not here, I will be the uh, representative for Agatha Coven of Chaos today. Uh, <laughs> Patty Lapone was on The View, and she revealed what character she was playing. Uh, Aaron and I were joking. It's like, <sighs> you cannot convince Alfred Molina and Patty Lapone, all of these people, to stick to their Marvel NDAs. They are still going to randomly reveal this information in the weirdest places. So she was on The View, and she basically revealed that she's playing uh, Lilia Calderu. And she was like, "We're in. I'm in this coven with all of these hot witches, with Aubrey Plaza and Catherine Hahn, and it's just great. And so uh, Lilia only has five comic appearances to her name. Uh, she maintains the book of Cagliostro, uh, which is a thing that like her family has kept for generations. And she has a fling with Mordo and then has a daughter with him named Astrid and then is killed in a fight with Mordo. So that's all we have for her in terms of comic canon. But we at least now know one of the other witches who will be involved in this show. So I just I love that Mordo she already spoiled everything. Yeah. Ooh. I would love to see Mordo actually have a, a meaningful role uh i'm glad they didn't cut his head off to open up multiverse of madness and that's huh. interesting that's interesting oh jenna professor jenna coming in hot yeah we love it i wonder what patty's email inbox looked like from kevin feige this morning <laughs> i mean aaron what was the joke you made before i started oh About that oh she's not afraid of she's not afraid of him that's the craziest part is that her and alfred Molina, like what are you gonna do like you said she fought i heard she she deal the mean stunner you don't, you don't mess with legends. What in the world? They don't <laughs> care about us. Like, I'm sure that it was rough. Because isn't the view an ABC thing too, Jenna? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Immediately up the chain to somebody in a suit. Like, oh, this is bad. We need to figure out what we're going to do. It don't matter. Well, that's I mean, what they, that, for that, what you just said makes me wonder about it when that stuff happens on ABC, because I'll never forget when Don Cheadle and Mark Ruffalo sat next to each other <laughs> on Good Morning America, an ABC yeah. show, and Mark Ruffalo dropped the world's biggest spoiler about Infinity War. He, I remember he, that. What he, he said. He was like, yeah, the, well, everybody dies. And then Don Cheadle and was like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, am I going to get in trouble? And they aired it. Like, it wasn't live. It was pre-taped, and they aired it. And I was like, Disney owns this at the end of the day. And they still, it still got through. I was like, wow, that's, I mean, Mark I, wonder what, I wonder what they did cut. Oh, if, they let, if they let that go out, like, what, what are the standards for getting cut? Like, what is it? Oh. oh, man. Yeah, that's true. All right, we got one more topic here uh, to round out today's show, and it is Aaron. Uh, so we got Elizabeth Olsen on the Today Show, which is also, uh, is, it, is it the competing thing with Good Morning America? Mm -hmm. That's universal. Yeah, yeah Jenna, it's yeah. universal. And poor Al Roker uh, going through all the journalistic uh, checklists with Elizabeth Olsen. Peter, do we have a clip? Oh, we have a clip. Ask Elizabeth. Uh, uh, I knew the Scarlet Witch. The Scar are, are we going to see more? It's a hard question for me to answer because I feel like my words are always twisted every time I answer it. But See, like, this is a no twist zone. No, so my no twist zone is yes, I hope so, but I have no idea when I say that. Mm -hmm. It's not because I have a loaded answer. Mm -hmm. It's because I say yes, I hope so, and I mean it at face value. But what does it really mean? <laughs> have you started filming? Absolutely yeah. not. Okay. Have you seen the script? Uh, no. Okay. All right. Well, has there been a Zoom call? There's no contract. What's the football equivalent to that question? <laughs> the people come to you and be like, Where are you are going you to free agency, agency George? Are basically, I usually I just say, Hey, I just work here. <laughs> I'm just employed. I don't control anything. I just show up and catch footballs. I feel like I feel like Elizabeth Olsen's gonna be back. I, I hope so. Scarlet Witch is awesome. Yeah. How do you beat the Scarlet Witch? 
Sorry. Make her feel bad about her kids? Like what? Are, yes. <laughs> what, Comics what, have proven. That's what her answer. Yeah. Bread. She dominates everybody. Like, uh, I don't care. You can put Iron Man, Captain. Like, if it was her versus oh, right. the original Avengers, who's winning? She's winning. Right. Like, yeah. you, like yeah. she beats Thor, right? Oh, she be- yeah. I really think they'd have to, like, come up with an insane play. You have to beat her mentally. Yeah. You can't yeah. beat you, her. You have to turn her off. Like, you have to turn her off. Like, yeah. shut down the anger. You Mantis maybe Mantis could maybe Ooh, beat her. Guardians. Mantis would be hugely important, in, but they'd have to like get her for a sneak attack and put her to sleep, and then Guardians of the Galaxy versus yeah. Scarlet Witch. Keep, keep Star Lord far away from that fight. Keep him <laughs> all the way yeah. away from that fight, please. How did he? Yeah. How did he like draw the short end of the stick? Like the the short straw that says, "Hey, you're gonna ruin this." Like how, how do you feel <laughs> that character? Like, oh wow, everybody's just gonna absolutely hate me. I'm, I'm interviewing uh, Chris Pratt and James Gunn together next week. Maybe I'll just ask that straight up. Yeah, you how, should. Like, <laughs> how'd you feel when they're you're the guy that's ru- ruining it? <laughs> How do you feel? I'm just going to play this clip. I was like, uh, Chris, I got a guest question, a fan question here. Because he had no control. Like, it's not like he was like, okay, hey, I volunteer. Like, I'll be the, I'll be the guy. No, like they gave him the script that says, hey. Well, that's also, I mean, that's also the, the NFL sword. scripts, right? You know, the, the script. Yeah. Hey, chill, chill, chill. No one knows about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, y'all. Well, any, any predictions for Guardians 3? Last question for you, George, our guest today. Uh, any ho- any hopes or expectations for Guardians three since it is the next MCU title we're gonna get? Mm. Any hopes? Uh, I hope it like falls into like the Guardians of you know the first one. I hope it falls into that category of like uh, unreal Marvel movies. Um, besides that, I think Yumi kind of like you know there's gonna be a lot of big things that happen. It's the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie, so like mm-hmm. assuming that a lot of people are gonna die. So I hope that it's just like it all makes sense. And maybe like continues to push the Marvel Cinematic Universe forward instead of like just doing another standstill where nothing really happens. So hopefully it affects other movies and stuff like that. We can build off of it. But um, I mean, anytime you see them on film, I mean, on the, like on a big screen, like it's great television. It's great movies. It's, it's just a great experience. So I have high expectations, but I know it's going to hit it out of the park. I know it's going to be a sob fest. Absolutely ah. ugly crying in the theater. Mm. Uh, all right, Aaron, that's all for today's show. You got any uh, any final thoughts you want to share with the Phase Zero community? It's <laughs> at Summon Lake Corner on social media. Uh, we are just pumping out so much content here mm-hmm. in the road to uh, Comic-Con. So keep your eyes on the side. If you care about Picard, if you care about The Mandalorian, if you care about The Venture Brothers or Godzilla vs. Kong, which Brandon just dropped on all of us this morning out of nowhere, uh, you go to comicbook.com. The Godzilla Kong movie. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh! Yeah, yeah. I love all those movies. There's I dude, Godzilla, dude. Like I love <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a Godzilla tattoo. Like I love Dude, Godzilla. we got to get you in there at Warner Brothers. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. I am so excited for that. Are yeah. you kidding me? Woo-hoo. March 15th. <laughs> I didn't know that was gonna. Oh. Yeah, there you go. You got. You just broke some news to George live Dude, on the show. I'm in such a good mood now. Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any uh, any parting words for today's episode of Phase Zero? No, I have no pressure trying to follow that at all. I don't also have good news. Uh, but oh. I'm at Hey Jenalyn on all social medias. As always, go read some comics. There's some great comics this week. She has like. And mark 175th issue of of her book wow. and it is very very good um and there are just so many great comics down the pipeline there's a new green arrow series launching next week that i'm not going to shut up about on twitter so just go read some comics there's a lot of good ones jamie says there, go read shop. scarlet witch go read yes, scarlet witch billy's in it yeah oh okay okay george we uh we really appreciate you coming on today's show had a yeah. great time with you hope you had fun anything uh any last words you want to say uh to the phase of your community here today um there's always room to grow and don't count the little guy <laughs> <laughs>
I, I, there you go. I, that's a, that's a, I, I understood that reference. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening today. Thanks to George Kittle for joining us on Phase Zero. We'll be back one week from today, at, back at our normal time, 12 p.m. Eastern time. Jenna, I think you're going to be leading that show because I'll be out at mm-hmm. CinemaCon. So okay. make sure you're following along because I'm seeing The Flash. Uh, and later in the same week, I'm seeing Guardians of the Galaxy. And I will never spoil anything for you guys, but I will give you my honest thoughts on the film. And uh, I feel incredibly lucky to be going out there and doing this stuff. So That's sick. Uh, I'll talk to you all next week on Phase Zero, maybe. But otherwise, Jenna and everybody will be here. I'm pretty sure Jamie will be back if her apartment complex can get it figured out. Hopefully, uh, Jamie can get some <laughs> peace of mind. Uh, all right, y'all. I'm rambling. That's today's show. See you, see you soon. Go rent a car.